Today's Daughter of Change, Amara, has been broadening her community since the age of five when she became a Girl Scout. From a small island community to traveling the world, Amara has already developed a global perspective and continues to expand her horizons. Amara is involved in many aspects of the Girl Scouts. One of her favorites is World Thinking Day. Each February 22nd, Girl Scouts and Girl Guides across 150 countries celebrate World Thinking Day. It's a day of international friendship and a time to stand up for causes that could improve the lives of girls around the globe. Observed by 10 million Girl Guides and Girl Scouts worldwide, World Thinking Day has a different theme each year. In 2023, the theme is Our World, Our Peaceful Future, The Environment, Peace, and Security. Today, Amara will share her journey of growth as a global citizen, what she's learned, and what it has meant for her. Welcome to a Passion to Action edition of the Daughters of Change podcast, where you'll hear the stories of young women who have turned their passion into action through Girl Scouting. Encouraged and prepared through the Girl Scout leadership experience to imagine solutions and chase innovation where others only see challenges, these girls are exploring their big ideas with freedom and flexibility. They are motivated to build things from scratch, unleash their potential, and lead us toward the answers our future requires. Prepare yourselves to be amazed. Before we get started, a special thanks and a big shout out to our collaboration partners for the Passion to Action series. The Girl Scouts of Maine, building girls of courage, confidence, and character who make the world a better place and First National Bank and First National Wealth Management, serving Maine from 18 branches along the coast and inland in Bangor and Brewer. Dream first, our best days are ahead. Amara, welcome to the Daughters of Change podcast, actually the special series edition of Passion to Action. So glad that you could make it today. I am so glad I can make it. Uh, I really love this whole topic about how you're becoming such a global citizen um, and all of the all of the different ways you're doing that. So this is going to be fun. And World Thinking Day is really cool as well. So we have a lot of good stuff to cover, right? Yes, we do. Yes, indeed we do, because you are one busy young person. And Amara, before we dive into, you know, the Girl Scouts and World Thinking Day. I'd like for people to get to know a little something about the Daughter of Change that I'm talking to. So what's something that you would want people to know about you? Um, well, I'm a really passionate Girl Scout. I'm super passionate about my work with Global Action and getting girls, especially girls from where I come from, out into the world and meeting new people and seeing different things outside of our culture. That's fantastic. And that all lends itself so well to what we're going to be talking about, right? So how old are you? I am 15 years old. I will turn 16 on July 12th this year. So that's coming right up. But it's funny when 
when you told me you were 15 when I first met you a couple of weeks ago, I was surprised because you have a demeanor that's far more mature than that. So I, I thought you were going to tell me like you were senior, you were first year in college. So <laughs> all of the exploring you've been doing has um, has actually given you wisdom beyond your years. So I, I wanted to point that out. So you're 15 now, you'll be 16 in July. How long have you been a Girl Scout? When did you actually join? Um, I've been a Girl Scout since I was about five. And it was really like just something that one of my mom's friends was like, hey, does your daughter want to be in our troop? And they were like, yeah, sure. So you tried it and obviously you like it because you're still doing it. What, 10 years later. Yeah, 10 years later, right? <laughs> Almost 11, which is, well, like two thirds of your life. I mean, it's, <laughs> you know, yeah, if you look at it that time. way. And yeah, and there's something I think that's, that's really special uh, about your involvement with the Girl Scouts. And that's the fact that, you actually live in a really beautiful, and I keep using the word special place. Can you tell people a little bit about where you live and you've grown up? So I was raised on Indian Island, which is home to the Penobscot um, Indian Nation. So we are centered right in the middle of the Penobscot River near Old Town. And it's it's really special. It's a super small place. So, you know, everybody, like your entire family's kind of here. Like all my aunts and my cousins and my friends, like we all kind of live in the same place. And your school was actually small, right? I mean, until you went off island to go to middle school, how many kids were in your class during elementary school? So every year we kind of fluxed from 12 to 11 kids in my grade. We were one classroom, you know, everybody had their own desk. We were all kind of like best friends growing up because we, we pretty much knew each other pre-K to even before pre-K, like pre-K age to like fifth grade before I left, we were all like best friends, super close. And that that's something that probably most people don't experience, right? Their classes are bigger or they're in a, a larger, yeah. you know, place in terms of uh, their community where they live. So how did Girl Scouts broaden your group of friends and the people you knew and, and your immediate community? It really brought in my immediate, my group of friends, especially because so in my class, there was only really one other girl um, every year we went to school. So it was kind of like I had that built in best friend, but there was only one of her. Um, and starting with that Girl Scout troop really gave me like a big group of girls like there instead of one, there was like 20 or 15 of us that were all friends and we were all the same age. And we all like at that age, we all had the same interests. Yeah. Yeah. And that's really, that's a big deal, you know, that you were able to meet all of these other girls, you know, um, that you maybe wouldn't have met otherwise. And so how old were you when you started going off island to school? I was fifth grade. So like 10, 11, maybe. So I was in fifth grade when my parents pulled me. They let me finish my fifth grade year here on the island school. And they pulled me the summer of my fifth grade when I was going to sixth grade when I transferred over to Leonard Middle School, which is Old Town's public middle school. And that's a much bigger school, right? Yeah. So my class of 12 in my entire grade went to a class of like 300. Uh, yeah. I mean, we yeah. definitely lost quite a few kids actually before high school, but we were a really big class. So yeah. that was pretty game changing. Yeah, 
Absolutely. So was it a big adjustment for you? And then within that same context, how did Girl Scouts help prepare you for it? So it really helped prepare me. Like I knew a lot of the girls either from like I did play sports. I played sports when I was younger. I knew them from like playing sports or doing Girl Scouts with them or like in my Girl Scout troop, like I had met those girls' friends, which in turn went to school with me. So that really kind of prepared me because like, you know, going from one other girl in your class is, you know, Mm. not a lot of people do that. Going to like 50, 40, 100, that's a lot of girls that you have never really met before. So it definitely helped me because, you know, I went in with, okay, like I know this person and I know that person and I know I can sit with her at lunch that's like that was definitely a big thing for me and I said like I remember saying to my mom like it's really helpful that I know so and so because I wouldn't have had anybody to sit with today yeah I mean and that that could be really intimidating anyway like even just going into middle school say like in the Portland area or something where you've you know a bunch of elementary schools go into one one place but this was really that times like a hundred you know and, and that at that age too, it's hard because it's yeah, it's it's not like going to college where you've kind of at a a different point in your life. And at that age, it's really hard. So that was a good thing that you'd been in Girl Scouts all those years, right? Yeah. And so, speaking of broadening your horizons and your community, what's World Thinking Day? So World Thinking Day is the day celebrated on February 22nd every year. And it is to show the global sisterhood of Girl Scouts and Girl Guides everywhere. And every three years, the World Convention is held and they pick the topics that are affecting girls most in their lives from all over the world. Um, And World Thinking Day is really just you know, try to shed light on these issues that are affecting girls in other countries and show you, you know, like, this is our sisterhood, this is our community, this is what you can do to help um, lessen those issues. Yeah, it's, it's, it's funny, I've been doing this series for a bit now, and I only just learned about World Thinking Day maybe a couple of months ago. I I don't know why it kind of took it that long to filter down into my brain, but it's really quite incredible uh, because there's like 150 other countries involved, right? It's it's big. Yeah, there's a lot of countries yeah. involved in uh, WAGs. And it's like, and it's this really incredible thing to think like, you know, you have like GSME and you have GSUSA, but then you have like Girl Guides of Paris and Girl Guides of the UK who are also celebrating this day and doing their part to learn and how they can help on a global standard. Yeah. Yeah. It it really, it's just, it's incredible. And the theme this year, again, is, I I mentioned it in the intro, but can you just refresh people's mind on what the theme is this year? Yes. So this year's theme is Our World, Our Peaceful Future, the Environment, Peace, and Security. So that is definitely like... Um, the environment has definitely come up a lot in the past few years, obviously trying to lessen climate change and protect our worlds. And I think the peaceful future part is really, um, really good right now, considering, uh, world events taking place 
you know, coming off of COVID and all these countries going into recessions and the war in Ukraine and Russia. That's definitely a big thing. Like, And I think it's really um, admirable and important for young people your age to be thinking about those things. I mean, from a perspective of what can we do about it, as opposed to the perspective of this is happening and I feel overwhelmed by it. It's almost as if it, it helps to empower you to see that there are things that you can do, perhaps, to help make change. Mm-hmm. So that I think that's important, uh, so important. And how are you involved in World Thinking Day, Amara? So I'm involved with World Thinking Day through Global Action Team. Um, a couple of months ago in like December, I wrote the global enrichment for January that was on World Thinking Day. And so our global enrichments are, it's like a, a two-paper format, and we explain what we're talking about. So mine was World Thinking Day, obviously. And I talked about, you know, this is like the sisterhood. This is what's happening. Here are our themes for this year. Um, and you attach like activities that girls can do with their troops to help participate in World Thinking Day. I really, I love that because again, you know, which I've mentioned uh, probably ad nauseum to people who listen to the series, but this is all girl-led. Yep. So, so although there's a theme that they've all chosen, all of the girls in the 150 countries and the various troops within those countries are choosing the activities that they're doing for World Thinking Day. And, and you, so you're involved in that, right? You're very involved in that part of it. Yes. I like that a lot. How do you choose the activities, Amara? So we choose the activities by looking at, so um, WAGS every year puts out a book um, of activities and themes, well, under themes that you can look at. And we pick the best ones that we think will fit for what we want to cover. Um, and so every girl on the committee picks like one activity and we have two world thinking days in Maine. We do world thinking day for juniors and world thinking day for older girls. Mm -hmm. And so you're, you're working on both of those and choosing activities for both. Um, yes, I will attend World Thinking Day for older girls since I'll be gone for World Thinking Day for juniors. Oh, that's right. And we're going to talk about that. <laughs> that's really cool. Like, wait till the people hear where you're going. Um, <laughs> and the second World Thinking Day that you do for the juniors, when is that? Just for juniors is actually the 25th to the 26th. And older girls is March 3rd to March 5th. The activity that you chose for February, are you actually going to be leading that? So I, for World Thinking Day for Juniors, could not, unfortunately, pick an activity because I will be gone. But um, mm -hmm. they did let me sit in on meetings and they let me help uh, facilitate how these things were going to run. And so if you were here, would you be actually also uh, running that activity or helping to run it? Yes, I would be helping uh, run an activity, run, help run things smoothly. Yeah, so you're going to be, well, if you're not out of the country when you're a senior, you'll be running some then, I have a feeling. And yes. Yeah, so I just love this so much. And can you give some examples of the types of activities that you do? And if you, if you want to break it down for juniors, or if that's what you focused on, you can just talk about that. Or if you want to talk juniors and seniors, whichever you would rather do. 
So for World Thinking Day for juniors, we have Create a Brave Space as one of the activities. And so that is to kind of um, let girls create something that gives them a space that they can be themselves and be brave and put themselves out there as a person. And for our Older Girl Day, we have Calculate Your Water Footprint. So that is to let them calculate how much water they use in their days and in their life in general. Um, and that goes along with uh, the environment part in this year's theme. So it almost sounds like with the juniors, you're getting the conceptual idea of yeah. how you could put yourself forward. And when you get to the senior level for World Thinking Day, which would be girls in high school and above, would that be right? Then mm-hmm. that would be maybe more um, pointed in terms of the activity. Is that is that correct? Yes. So it there's mm-hmm. sort of a progress there. You see the progression as you do in even coming up through the Girl Scouts as, you know, a Daisy Scout right up through when you're starting to work on like uh, silver and gold award projects and things like that. So that's that's really nice. And what have you personally gained from participating in World Thinking Day? Or is this your first one? Is this your first one? So this is my first one that I've helped put together. Okay. My troop has done things with World Thinking Day here and there. We didn't always attend the event. So this is kind of like my first like taste of going to an event for World Thinking Day. Um, but it's always been something that I really enjoyed doing with my troop. I remember like when I was younger, we would make like a big like poster board of things we could do for World Thinking Day or how we could observe it. And we talked about the theme a lot, too. And so do you feel like that really, did that open your eyes to like different parts of the world that maybe you wouldn't have thought about otherwise or? Yeah. 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 It seems like it would. And just, you know, starting to learn about other cultures and what girls go through in other parts of the world as well. And so now I have to get this next thing because this is so cool. So your quest to gain a more global perspective does not end with World Thinking Day. I alluded to this um, a little bit earlier when we were talking, but you aren't going to be here for part of this because you're about to embark in quite a fun adventure and a journey. Where are you going? So this February, I actually leave on Friday the 17th. I will be leaving for um, Ecuador and the Galapagos Islands on a nine-day trip. <sighs> I mean, I just, when you told me that, I was like, oh my God, what a cool trip. And can you share a little bit of your itinerary? Because you're doing some amazing things. So what are some of the things, like the highlights of what you're going to be doing? So some of the highlights, um, we go on like three snorkeling trips and oh. we visit like, so we visit a tortoise sanctuary, a flamingo sanctuary, and we do a lot of hiking actually too. We visit a beach that is literally named after sea lions. Oh, wow. Yes. It's going to be very fun. Um, this trip is like everything I love and so much more. Yeah. I can tell how excited you are and I would be too. I, what a great, I mean, really great trip in the Galapagos. Wow. They're like legendary. There are species there that you just don't find any place else or that have been there for, you know, millions of years so it's really i can't wait to hear about how your trip went when you get back and i want to see some pictures i bet you're gonna have some a lot of pictures and i have to ask you do you know any of the girls that you're traveling with i 
so far have met two of the girls I'm traveling with. So unfortunately, due to sports season uh, during the school year, I could not go to our face-to-face meeting. Mm-hmm. And I only just recently met some of the girls I will be traveling with. So it'll be fun when I arrive at Logan Airport for our 5 a.m. flight and everybody's like, oh, this is who we've heard of for the last like year and a half. Yeah, I mean, way to get out of your comfort zone. I love that. But I mean, that's, you know, you're probably going to feel like old friends by the time you land. Probably. Yeah. So that's that's exciting. And what are you most excited about on the trip? Is there any one thing in particular? Is it a host of things or what are you really looking forward to? I am looking forward to all of it. I love the ocean and I love animals. Um, So, I mean, like I said, this trip is everything I wanted and more. Um, And like you said, like this place has species that you can find nowhere else in the world. I'm excited for this to be my first, you know, Girl Scout abroad tour. Yeah, it's a big one. It's not, you know, it's not like you not like you go to Washington, D.C. on the bus, you know? (laughs) So this is and you also you have another another big trip coming up this summer. Because wait, there's more. So tell us about that. Where are you going this summer? So this summer, I will depart in June for London and France. Well, London and Paris, but London and France. And that is actually with some of my older friends who are Girl Scouts. They're all seniors this year. And that'll be super exciting, too. Um, I did not plan on taking two trips this year. So that'll be fun. <laughs> well, you're starting to fill up that passport. That oh, thing's going to yeah. be filled before you get out of high school. That <laughs> You're going to need a new passport because you're not going to have any pages left in it. Yep. By the end of high school, I actually take another Girl Scout trip back to London. Um, and I will have to renew my passport before then. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the incredible experience that you're getting here. Just phenomenal. I love it. And what's the number one thing? that you feel that you've personally gained by being a Girl Scout, at least up to now? Personally, I feel like I've gained a lot of openness. Like I'm very, I'm very open to um, new experiences and kind of putting myself out there and taking charge of things when there needs to be like a leader. There you go. That leadership program is working. You know, I, <laughs> I have so much fun meeting all of you with this series and I just can't wait to see what you're all doing like when you're in your 20s and 30s like I know I'm gonna be going wait a minute I interviewed her for the passion to action series you know (laughs) so but the leadership perspective I mean it's huge and and it is a leadership program but it's done in a way that it builds upon itself and it just becomes a very natural part of your personality and the way that you move through the world, right? Yeah. Like a lot of my friends uh, definitely like, they're like, you know, you're kind of like the the go forth leader of the group. You're not scared to do a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just kind of, it's like stepping up and being like, yeah, I can do that. It's not scary anymore. It's just super like comfortable. Like you're just, it's natural. Yeah. It's part of your personality. Yeah, it, it, it really, I noticed it right away when I met you. Um, like I said, I, I thought that you were going to say that you were older than you were, not because of, 
you know, I mean, you know, for me, I'm I'm no spring chicken, so everybody looks young at your age. But it was it's your demeanor. You're very you're very self uh, self possessed, you know, and you uh, have a lot of confidence, and it's it's just fantastic to see that. And if you could tell people one thing about the Girl Scouts, like if you wanted them to know just one thing, what would that be? We are so much more than selling Girl Scout cookies and sewing together pieces of cloth because I have not sewed a day in my life. (laughs) And I remember I tried once and it, it fell apart. So to all those Boy Scouts out there, I can sell cookies like a boss and I cannot sew. That's right. And guess what? You're all going to be working for her someday. Boom. Yep. <laughs> I love it. I can't sew either, Amara. I got kicked out of home ec. <laughs> That's one of the biggest, so, like, I, cliche I feel parts. You on that one. Is, um, like, I have a kid in my one of my history classes who's like, all Girl Scouts do are sell cookies and sew cloth. And I'm like, I can sell cookies. I can't sew. You can probably sew better than me, actually. Right. Right. And you can run a business because... Those cookie sales are running a business. Oh, yeah. Those are business skills right there. And by the way, if you're listening to this, it's about time to be buying those cookies. (laughs) It is time to be buying those cookies. $5 a box. And they are so good. And you know what? There's no calories because you're doing a good thing. So let Mm -hmm. me just tell you that. Um, So, yeah, I actually, one of the women I work with, her daughter's a Girl Scout. She just brought in the the cookie sign-up sheets, and we're all just going crazy. So that's, I love that. So Mm -hmm. cookie time, buy some cookies, help a Girl Scout become a leader. There you go, and run a business. And Amara, is there anything else that you want people, before we get into sort of um, what's one of my signature questions for the podcast. Is there anything else that you would like to impart about World Thinking Day or how Girl Scouts has helped you um, to broaden your horizons and your perspective? World Thinking Day is such a great day. I personally feel like it needs to be broadened outside of um, Girl Scouts and Girl Guides. I really think everybody should know what World Thinking Day is because it truly, like, it is such a great day to celebrate to show you know like we are separate nations and we are separate people but we we all have our struggles and we all are shooting for the same thing um especially this year with the peaceful future and environment part like that's you know that's a big thing like a peaceful future that's what anybody wants and i think like it's really important to me and it's really important to like some of my fellow girl scouts on the global action team and I think it just needs to be like more widespread and more celebrated. You know, that's that's really a great thought. Wouldn't it be great if it was just part of school curriculum? It'd be great. You know, I mean, there are so many ways that people can connect nowadays. It's not like back in the day when I was in school where, you know, there were, you know the computer, what was that? It was like this big, huge thing that took up a room and you put like little cards in it. Um, but everybody can, it's so easy to connect and bring somebody in through, uh, you know, Zoom or something like that. So that's a really good thought. That Are you listening out there? People listen to Amara. Have your own world thinking day. Call the Girl Scouts. They'll help you out. It's a fabulous thing. <laughs> it is. It's a, it's a really important thing. And Amara, what wise words do you have for other daughters of change? Um, never let anything dictate who you want to be. Like things will happen and life is going to be life. But, you know, the mountain you climb gets easier, 
you know, and one day you'll be standing at the top. So it gets better. And don't let other people dictate who you want to be. Um, you know, always be the best version of yourself, no matter, you know, what you come from, who you are, is it like who anybody to you is like, choose good friends, be a good person. Now, those are wise words from a 15, almost 16 year old, I have to say. And if those are your wise words now, I can't wait to hear what they are, you know, even a year from now. So before we sail off into the sunset, uh, as I think the sun is kind of setting behind us right now or over to the left of me, um, is there anything else that you would like to let the listeners know about anything we've been talking about? Um... No. All right. Well, Amara, it has been a pleasure to get to know you and to do this podcast with you. And as I said, I can't, I just can't wait to, to see what you'll be doing in the future. And I, I want to hear about that trip to the Galapagos. You okay? will. <laughs> yeah, totally. Because I have a feeling it's going to be phenomenal. So it is going to be fabulous. Yeah. So Enjoy every moment, soak up every opportunity, and it's been such a pleasure doing this podcast with you, Amara. Thank you so much. Thank you. With much gratitude and thanks, I want to recognize our sponsor for the Passion to Action campaign, the First National Bank, whose strong tradition of service extends beyond their walls by dedicating resources to identify and fund critical areas of community need in their market areas. This includes programs that enhance the quality of life, instill pride, and promote important initiatives, including education and youth, health and human services, civic and community development, and culture and the arts. Thank you, First National Bank. Mm -hmm.